There we go. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Thursday nights. We're back with Act 2 and Cthulhu, Shadows of Atlantis, where we're here at the conclusion of the India chapter. And then we are going to be taking a break next week, and we start the Forests of Forest of Fear as part of the Winter of Fear uh, promotion um, that Modiphius is putting on to celebrate this campaign. They graciously asked us if we could run and preview some of the... Uh, the, the chapters in this new adventure so we're going to do that we're going to start that november 3rd so this will be the last shadows of atlantis adventure for a while until we're done that and probably till the new year because we're going to be doing forest of fear until christmas basically and then we'll be back in the year to wrap this up so very exciting stuff that's starting november 3rd no starting november 3rd same day same time same garb like day same garb like time uh but yeah that'll be coming up but Tonight, we'll finish the India chapter. This may be a shorter session for our viewers at home. Be aware, uh, because uh, there's not a lot of meat and potatoes left here, but we didn't want to leave you all hanging for six weeks while we went and ran another uh, adventure using Actun Cthulhu. So, without further ado, let's do the round table. We'll do a brief recap, and we'll get into this. Jeff! Jeffrey, tell us about Pavel! Yes, yes, I'm Pavel Voracek. I'm a wandering druid and, you know, all around just good guy. I have a very good friend named Gregor. He and I have been together for quite some time. I, I, am, a, I am a mystic, you might say, you know, a spiritual leader of quite a following in the Carpathian Mountains. If you ever want to visit, just throw my name around. They'll tell you about me. Uh, I uh, I travel everywhere, both, you know, uh, physically, but also in dreams, which makes some French people, whatever those things are, kind of upset, but the rest of everyone is kind of okay with it, because I'm protecting them from, you know, assaults on their dreams. And, you know, um, that's that's basically it. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm a good guy, and uh, uh, that's all I've really got to say. Well, I like I uh, I like to to make whirlwinds sometimes. That's really fun when they're nice and close together. But when they're not, then I have to do other things. But whatever. Yes. <laughs> uh, Ruby, tell us about or Megan, tell us about Ruby. Absolutely. Oh, and side note, Pavel has the most beautiful scarves, for sure. Um, That's true. <laughs> um, so I play uh, Ruby McKay, Lieutenant Ruby McKay. She hails from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, um, where she worked uh, in a cafe for most of her life and walked the love of her life, uh, Roger. Um, it was love at first sight. Um, so when he decided to go to England, um, she didn't hesitate to follow him. Uh, unfortunately, while they were there, um, a, a building fell and uh, wiped out um, or rather Ruby woke up in a hospital being the sole survivor of this building collapsing and uh, from then on she decided to dedicate her life to being a nurse and um, kind of found her way into this uh, ragtag group of um, adventurers that's right yep. the plot will thicken soon <laughs> don't you worry no spoilers uh, Aaron, tell us about Leopold. I would tell you about Leopold, but today I'm playing Captain ah, Wolf. I haven't fitted, I haven't updated the overlay, have I? All right, tell us about Wolf, please. That's okay. Leo is back in the monastery in Nepal, uh, learning how to protect the entire world against the mythos creatures. But 
Captain Ulrich Wolf's war started a little early. He was uh, part of the U.S. Army Military Intelligence Detachment, and he was assigned as the liaison officer, read spy, to uh, the American Embassy in Berlin in 1933. He thought he was doing fantastic at his job, and he was tailing a group, a splinter group uh, of the SS, uh, when in fact he found out in the most unforgiving way that he was not very good at military intelligence because he was captured by the SS and then turned over to the Black Sun where they took him to Welwisburg Castle, both Welwisburg's castle. Now the rest of it's classified, but I'm here to tell you, it didn't turn out the way those Black Sun bastards wanted it to because I'm still here and I got their bloody sword with me. <laughs> I made it back to Great Britain and I got a debriefing from Professor Dedman from the U.S. and some of these uh, Section M folks at the time. And everybody decided it was probably best if I just stayed over on this side of the pond and punched Nazis. And by God, I was down for that job. Ended up working with Badger's Commandos, a hard-charging unit of no-nonsense pipe hitters, until I got called up for a babysitting gig looking after some Atlantean scholar who likes to throw hoodoo around. I'm going to be honest with you, I was pretty pissed off in the beginning. That is, until I saw these guys in action. And I'm starting to think that maybe, just maybe, this assignment might turn out all right after all. Also, that crazy Atlantean scholar, Pavel, and his bloody marmot, Gregor, they told me one thing that he could protect me from the dreamland because I ain't never going back there again. Other than that, my gun and my sword are all about <laughs> taking care of business. Sergeant Morris, front and center. Yes, sir. That's me, Sergeant Jonathan Morris. Pretty simple guy, career soldier. I mean, sure, I kind of died one time, but it didn't take what with the experimental blood transfusion. So now I'm back and better than ever. Knocking heads, having a great time. Sometimes I decap pe decapitate people with my shield. You know, what I've learned in this line of work, dealing with weird things, is just don't ask questions. Just run headlong into whatever comes up. And either you die or you don't. And I don't die easy. So, yeah, that's my plan. There you go. Sorry, the chat's going nuts here. Some friends of mine, Strange, Locky. One ton. Thanks, guys, for dropping by. And thanks for all the subs and everything. And Ashley, thank you for the bits. Getting all crazy in the chat here. All right. So we'll do a summary. We don't have Henri, our French um, ninja here this week. But he'll be back for Forest of Fear. So what happened last week? We opened our last session two weeks ago. We opened up with these crazed demon-like creatures with six arms flying towards you. Uh, you guys dispatched them. There was a way to, you know, get around it without fighting and possibly dying. But of course, you guys are up to any challenge. So you destroyed most of these demons. And then there were these, 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 these bells or musical bells and these balls that would drop and fall into slots when you hit them. And Henri, you know, is a very musical sort of fellow and it just clicked instantly. And he knew, he knew the right pillars to hit in the right combination first attempt to get through the door 
and have these these balls fall into the right uh, the right slots. So you guys easily made your way past that. You found yourselves in a chamber where you discovered the Aganaya, and it it was it's it's almost like an ancient grenade launcher. Uh, but someone had tampered with or removed the the trigger on it, so it was in a bit of fire. And somebody had also melted um, the the end where objects would fire out of. So right now it's it's useless. It's unusable. There are pieces missing. It's been um, it's been tampered with and defaced. Uh, so you guys made your way back outside the temple where you're greeted with a whole bunch of Nazis and sisters of Durga. And the leader of the sister is Durga and a, a Nazi agent. He had a sword cane, from what I remember, and they demanded that you hand over the Agnaya, and that's where we left off. Is that uh does that sound I think that's everything that happened last session. That's it. That sounds right, yes, yes. So let's pick up. You're surrounded. You got the guy at the sword cane. He was he was trying to say something, and then the leader of the Sisters of Durga just pushed him aside, and she broke in and started talking. And she wants she wants the device. She wants what you have. Um, are we going right into a, a battle? Is that what's happening here? Is that where we left off? I don't even remember if we went. Like, that's yeah. That's where we on left a fight. Off. Yeah. No, yeah, we hadn't started we yet. We were a map too. It's yes, map. there was a there was a map. There up. is a map. Let me activate the map. We chatted briefly with them, and then. Uh... That and looks about right. About to get real. So there's Sisters of Durga all along the walls with bows. There's some Nazi soldiers. You've got the two, like, commander characters. And, um, yeah, that's where we like And off. I think with us calling out to the warriors in blue, like, yes. we, we're well past diplomacy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So we might as well start combat at this point. You guys get to go first. We're going to kick in some music here. Is that momentum correct? Yes, it is. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we were. Ooh. We ended with six momentum. We were on um, and Ash, top of the world. That's right. But Ashley also gave some bits, and I think we we're using those for momentum as well. So you should have two additional on top of oh. what's there, right? Is that accurate? Is that what uh, she gave yeah. some bits here? Two bits, I believe. I there's uh, nobody here that can make use of all those bits. Could Pavel maybe go first? Maybe I try to so. get this stun off or something? Like, I could drop Whirlwind, but that seems reckless since they, they're so spread out. Yeah, it's like uh, the GM listened and learned not to clump his enemies together. Curse you, you, <laughs> whatever. Um, so, yeah, I think I think uh, Pavel will whisper there. I don't think we can outrun them. We must fight. And I will like, uh, so I'll just flavor, step behind one of my many uh, uh, bodyguards, uh, but I will prep a spell with my with my minor and then with my major, I will cast a spell. I think I will use, it's not a difficult spell to cast, but I'll use one uh, momentum just to get an extra die. And then let's get Henri out here. I was thinking of also powering this sucker up a little bit, maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to remember, increase the strength. Okay. And I'll spend. I'll probably spend a couple more after the cast to uh, to increase because I want this to work really well. All right. I'm also tapping into my weird. So once again, my my. 
I have kind of winded. I've been casting many spells, but I've gotten a bit of a second wind. My skin once more turns, you know, white and translucent. Bits of roots and other strange things begin to pierce through the skin. Little bits and flakes of, of leaves start to show, and you all hear the sound of a horn just begin to hum. And then right in front of you, this, this sort of spectral horn just kind of lets out this long sound. All right, so let me roll a spell first. So, all right, so it's two successes. I only needed the one, so we're gonna go back up to six. Then I will, I will go ahead and burn. We'll say three of that to increase my power, leaving a decent amount. This is essentially going to affect. I think it's like anyone in medium range, Matt. Okay. Um, do you have to all, do it like all... everybody? Like, what's the radius, or is it just like a? It's not a radius; it's a range. So whoever's whoever's in medium range of me, like whoever you consider in medium range hmm. of me from from there. I would consider <clears throat> the Nazis at the gate, the Sisters of Durga on the walls beside them. I'd even consider the Sisters of Durga on the wall. Walls are impinging on the sides back there. Even the ones on the on the right side would would be, with the exception of the one to your left, the one who's close to you. I would say all of them would be at medium range, along with the two the two Nazi soldiers at the gates. Okay. Uh oh my god, that's terrible. Um, do you have any fortune left? This is the end of a chapter tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So do I? How much? How much can I reroll for fortune? Any number of dice in the character's dice pool. For one point, I will re-roll all of that. <laughs> you don't want to because you want effects, right? You don't. You're not looking for effects. damage. Yeah, so I'll re-roll all but the one effect. Okay, that's way better. Okay, so then out, it's so like kind of, uh, kind of starting to burst out of the various ground and the between the stones and things like that. You'll see these uh, the roots of bursting out and are starting to wrap themselves around everyone. Uh, so basically, this means that everybody who um, Everybody whose athletics is lower than the number of effects I just rolled, so four, uh, has to uh, is ensnared and cannot take physical actions other than trying to break free. And then when we get there, I'll tell you what you rolled. And then, um, yeah, and that is it. That is that is that is the thing. Uh, unfortunately, um, let me roll. This also means that all of you take four. <laughs> for mental stress from the sight of this, which... That's alright. My courage is six. I can shake that shit right off. So they're all Same. automatically restrained, right? Uh, they are all automatically restrained. Uh, I will be fatigued from this, no doubt. Just giving them all the restrained conditions so we know when we get to them. Um... Jeff, you can have your fortune back because Melissa did buy us a reroll. So if you want to, oh, okay. or, or if you want to save it for someone else, but you can cool. take your fortune back if you want to use that instead. Cool. That was my last one, so I will keep it then if that's mm. the case. Just in case. But that is my turn, and I will just. <gasps> do you guys want to spend momentum to keep it, um, the ball in your court, or do you want it to go over to these guys? They have to try to break free now, right? One at a time. Yes. Yeah, so... Yeah, everyone under four, that's Lindix, yes. The way I was going to play these guys out were the two, like, kind of, like, 
captains or whatever, like named NPCs will have their own turn. I was going to have mm -hmm. all the Nazi soldiers act on, as one together and all the sisters of Durga act as one. So those, okay. we'll still have, because mm -hmm. like, last time I think I just clumped them all together, even mm -hmm. though there was like ninjas and sorcerers and this and that, or monks mm -hmm. and sorcerers. So I'm going to break them out by type um, okay. this time because it's more fair to you guys. It was pretty unfair last time. You still kicked their ass. But, um, so yeah, so I'm going to either break down my soldiers, sisters, Durga, and then the two named NPCs. Do you guys want to keep the initiative? Or do you want to let them go? I mean, it could be funny to watch them struggle. All right, let's let them watch them struggle. Who's going first on their side? I will have the German soldiers open fire because they are... With the exception of two, they are not restrained. Uh, what do the two restrained ones have to do? Let's do them first. Get that out of the way. Okay, they will need to roll. Uh, you have a choice uh, in which you roll. It's either... Let me get it back up. I'm sorry. Um, you can choose between agility athletics or brawn athletics with a difficulty equal to the number of effects that I rolled. So four. difficulty four to get to break free. Okay. These are knocked wolf troopers. These aren't just regular soldiers. So well, they ain't so good. They, they don't have athletics of four, so they can't be that good. <laughs> but still, needing a four is hard. Rolled a three, but not a four. Sorry, that is really good. Wood. Can't get me. I'll roll for the other one. I'll, I'll spend that <laughs> threat that I just generated, and I'll get an extra die. All right, so the remaining four will open fire. There's four of you, so they'll each shoot at one. I'm going to go down the line, so we'll start with uh, Jonathan. You're my first target. Not like it's going to mean anything. He's going to open fire with his MP40. Why does MP40 is close quarters? No, we will not. The His Gewehr is medium range. We'll open fire with that. With one success. Okay. For five damage, which I'm sure does nothing to you. Bing. Uh, who's next? Pavel, I'm going to fire at you. How bad you? That's a hit. That's a miss. Sorry, I have 17 <laughs> defense. Wow. Let's spend some of that those dice I just gathered and we'll, we'll pump up the damage here. Four damage and four effects. I'm sure it does nothing. No, that will hurt me very badly. I have one armor. So four, four damage hurts you. Or it would if I couldn't spend my reaction to take the well, hit for you. And Vicious also adds plus one to the total stress inflicted. So I rolled four Vicious. Um, Ooh, so it's eight. Eight points of damage. Ooh. I'll use Guardian to use okay. my reaction <laughs> to gonna... take the hit instead of him. And does and nothing actually, there to is, you. I, with eight, there is like a nick like a, there's, there's a cut really yeah i've i don't think i've ever hurt you well it's good because leo's not here to pump up our defense by an extra six <laughs> all right ruby i'm moving on to you i'm gonna spend some more threat i'm sitting on a pile of threat eight damage and uh, eight nine ten eleven points of damage holy shit oh knocked wolf troopers holy shit so oh my god love <laughs> Levels his gewehr and just it hit. That's that's horrible. <laughs> you bastards! So <laughs> that that took me out. What? So I, no. Yeah, 
Yeah. So how many over your threshold and all that good stuff? So I have eleven. Oh, I no no. I have one. Never mind. I have one. But you took uh, more you than four. More than five. 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 Thank you. It's it gets an injury. Yeah. That's two injuries. So it's... are these these aren't affected by the the stun the knockwork troopers? These ones were not in medium range. The two at the okay. gates were in medium range. Oh, so these guys are actually that doesn't hit you then because I'm not firing yeah. in medium range. I'm at close range. That doesn't hit you. And the one on the only one that would have hit would have been Pavel because they get a um plus one difficulty. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, these are guys are at close range. So that one misses so you, if Ruby. They're, if they're if they're at close range, they would have suffered the effects of they wouldn't have been able to even attack. Oh, I thought it was only everybody at medium range. I'm sorry. Every uh, well, actually, oh no, I hear what you're saying. So sorry. Let me see. Let me make sure if it's medium okay. and inside. Sorry, I didn't. Within I medium range. So, so it's so. everybody within medium. Okay, that's yeah. everybody. Oh, wow. Can I have my threat back and start rolling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to try and resist. <laughs> I get, let me take that back. Take back these. I gotta roll for all of these guys? Uh, no. You should group them together and we could do Whirlwind instead. <laughs> it's like, you could either roll a million resistant checks or just let me kill them with I, ke I keep looking back at the uh, at Foundry and just looking at the, the private rolls. It just makes me sad. <laughs> oh, are they private? Here, let's turn those. I'm failing all of them. If it makes you feel any better, they... It does. It makes I, me feel a lot better. <laughs> I would I mm -hmm. would tell you if I passed. There's a... Oh, hey, it's still a fail. <laughs> With a critical success. Uh, okay, so all my, my knocked wolf troopers fail. So their turn's over. And nobody takes any damage. Uh, back over to you guys. Sard Morris. Yeah. Run over there to that pansy Nazi with a sword cane and knock him out. Try not to kill him. I'd like to question him afterwards. The rest of these psychos are going into the dirt tonight. Sorry, buddy. I don't think you don't understand me. Bolorik said knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. I charge up and hit him He's as hard struggling as to get out of these. It's vines, right, that are entangling him? Yes, that is. He's struggling he's trying to, he's got a sword in his hand and he's trying to like hack at them while he's being restrained so all right charge over there and these tiny little celtic runes kind of engraved into the into the outer all bits right. of it when you look close and uh Ulrich did specifically ask me to try and not kill him so i'll use the shield let's see how that goes oh Holy my god crap <laughs> <laughs> all right you hit him <laughs> And very uh, well. Would you like to spend some of that on your freaking damage? I think I will. What, so what, what do I have, like, four momentum off of that? Yeah. yeah. Or what's his... Uh, it was only a difficulty of one, yeah, so... Yeah. yeah, four momentum. Okay, so if I spend three, I'll still live three in the pool. So yeah, I'll spend three on damage. This is going to be a non-lethal damage. Just want to knock him out. Ooh. Do you have any fortune left? I do. End of the session. End of the chapter. Okay. So do I just click reroll and then I choose which ones to reroll? I think you can actually click them, can't you? Oh, you can select now them I see in it. the the menu. Okay. There we go. I like that a lot better. <laughs> nice. Wow. <laughs> um. Okay. 
nine points of damage and stun. And that's based off of his um, resilience. Resilience. Mm -hmm. oh, he doesn't even have any points in resilience. Oh my gosh. He's oh, he's got one point. One point. Okay. So now he's, he's stunned. Restrained he's restrained. And, stunned. and you have caused an injury. What what sort of it? What what does this look like? So what kind of injuries is gonna? Is it a broken nose? What? How are you? Oh yeah, smacking I'm just him? jumping in, doing kind of like the goofy old Superman punch where you jump in, bash right. him in the face with the shield, and like part of his face is just caved in a little bit, broken nose, twisted a little bit. We have added the truth: broken nose. So there's blood streaming down his face. It's in his throat. He's spitting it out. He's furious. What do you even bring that sword here for? Come on. <laughs> he looks like a, a he's he's not a field soldier. He looks like more of a bookworm. So uh, he wasn't ready for this. He's wanted to duel someone with his sword, and he just ran over and just bashed his face in. Um, do you guys, do you guys want to keep the initiative, or are we going over to my restrained guys? No, I think I want to keep the initiative. If that's yeah, okay with you, Lieutenant McKay, and everyone. So, uh, Captain Ulrich feels just overwhelming urge after he sees Sergeant Morris go in there and smash this guy, and the blood explode everywhere. He just feels this his gut clench up, and he doesn't even really realize it. But he's already drawn this Black Sun saber and is charging at. Uh, this here lady, and yes. he is going to eviscerate, or try to eviscerate her. Devika. And if it's okay with you guys, I will spend that point of momentum for an extra die, and I get one extra die automatically for getting up in their face. Mm -hmm. Devika Savarkar. That Two successes. That is a hit. Go ahead. and She's restrained. Give yourself a point of momentum. Um, okay. Because all you needed was one success to hit her. And damage. I'm just going to leave the damage. I'm going to leave that momentum and leave the damage. But I will reroll <laughs> with my fortune point. All right. Yeah, use them up. <laughs> Seven points of damage and, and drain? Drain. Um, so, unless her. Uh, so, it reduces her maximum oh, fatigue. by okay. three. Yep, yep, yep. That's really good. That is really good. Um, okay. So, you also damaged her and caused an injury. So, how do you want to describe this and what sort of injury would she uh, have suffered? So, the blade comes in, and I mean, it's, it's, you can see it's almost like it's pulling at her heart, but he manages, puts his other hand on it and pushes up, and it actually just digs deep into her, into her left shoulder almost separating her left arm. Nice. All right. I don't like how do I describe this arm almost detached? <laughs> Im damaged arm, immobilized arm, broken there you go. Broken shoulder. This is this is the sword where like there's like like Yeah, it's, it's made of black steel and you can almost see mm -hmm. faces in the steel and it seems to moan as it as it's drawn. Nothing nefarious there. Okay, and if and if you're a friend, uh, you know, a fan of Blue Oyster Cult, you might hear the song Black Blade playing in the background. But <laughs> we can't play that here. But that would be fitting. VOC. All right, is it back over to my guys who are all restrained? 
think it yeah, because you guys can't keep it another round. So I got to roll brawn or agility, and um, what was this skill? I'm sorry. So it's uh, agility athletics or brawn athletics. Thank you. Ooh, let's buy an extra die. I need four successes, right? I have to buy another that die. That is true. Yes, I'm sorry. All I right. was feeling she, very she, gritty and earthy today. You know? She cannot do anything. She's just screaming for her warriors to open fire with their bows on all of you. Unaware that they're all restrained as well. Back to you, Ruby. So, like, if, if I recall correctly, like, Ruby threw herself at the at the feet of this woman, right? Um, to, uh... Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. Yes. So, yeah, she's gonna kind of, like, saunter over to her and uh, be all, like, snickery and uh, reach around, like, she's got her thumb knife, right? So she's going... Like, <laughs> of course she does. Like, yes! Across across the, the front of her as she's walking around the back, you know, and, like, brings the brings the thumb knife just, just, just grazing... Uh, the skin and whispering in her ears, going, "Who's the mother now?" <laughs> and she, she's just gonna, she's just gonna hold the thumb knife to her jugular and just like she's got. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just like, I'm gonna give her a love hug with a knife to her throat. Wow, Ruby <laughs> levels uh. up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that's all of your turns, right? Well, is Man, that a mental? A... That's a mental attack, isn't it? That does affect, right? Yeah, yeah. Matt, I have a correction I need to make. Okay. So I've been reading. I've been reading a little more into the Horn of Niet, and when I look at some of the specific momentum spends for the skill, it actually mentions because like one of the things you can do is you can spend momentum to try to target long, but also to try to target close, which I think mm -hmm. implies then that it doesn't target people in close by default. So. So I think whoever you consider in close range is probably actually not affected by the root spell. Ooh. To be fair. Ooh. Yeah, I think okay. I gotta be honest. I don't wanna Nope. I appreciate that. Thank you. Can I go back and redo all that damage I did? Uh <laughs> no, I think it's too late for that. No, I go crazy here, man. I will let my I guess my guys will now take their turns back to back. Mm. That, are you guys okay that with that? Sense. That seems fair. Yeah, okay. Ruby's... Sorry about that. No, that's well, okay. What Ruby described would be a mental attack. So she would still get her weapon attack roll and you would resist with your will plus resilience. Um, and then if she did damage, it would be mental damage, but still effective. Go, go ahead and roll there, Ruby. That was with my thumb knife, right? Hmm. I'm buying <laughs> an extra die. I'm not going to be. Um, oh, okay. Go ahead. Take your oh. momentum, please, players. <laughs> And you, how much damage your thumb knife do? Roll your damage, please. It'll be mental damage to her. It's it's not very one. Good. Okay. Hey, but um, Wolf has already taken away from her yep. her max hit points. So this is she does get to resist it with courage if she has courage or morale, but she does not. She does not. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna have my guys go back to back now. So I'm just gonna go down the line. You've got a knife to her throat. Um, she's gonna. Tr she's got this big uh, elephant bone that she's carrying, and there's spikes. There's like leather wrapped around it, and spikes coming out of it. She lifts. 
this big elephant bone, and she's gonna try and bring it down on you, Ruby. So before, like, that sounds awesome, Matt. But hold yes. on just a second. So like, I'm I'm like embracing her, and I have a I have a talent that allows me to like use my medicine instead of my strength to restrain her. Um, so I was when I had originally said it, I was under the impression that she was ensnarled or or whatnot. Do you, right? have, Sorry. Do you have to roll for that though? <laughs> Yeah. I, I I can go ahead and roll for it if you'd prefer. Because we'll undo the thumb knife damage then. That's fair. That's fair. And I can roll. So um, it is, uh, it's called Out of Harm's Way. And it allows me to utilize um, my medicine roll for, in my medicine roll instead of strength or athletics uh, for uh, restraining or carrying somebody. Okay. So. Nice. Yeah. So medicine, so what is that? So medicine coordination? Right? Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. One. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a brawn for me, right? Brawn fighting? Yep. <laughs> Critical fail either way. Go ahead and take. Oh wow! Keep your momentum, or because we undid the the knife mm -hmm. one, so just uh -huh. keep the momentum where keep it's up. at. Yeah. Totally. So she's restrained. She's restrained. Yep. yep. Uh, so that was on your turn, though. Does she have the opportunity to try and resist on her turn? I would assume so. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about that. But yeah, she if she's restrained, absolutely, she can try and wiggle free. So she will try to wiggle free, and hopefully not critically fail this time. She wiggles free. That's all she can do. Uh, okay, over to Cane uh, Sword with uh, Morris. He's not going to do anything. We all know. He could. <clears throat> it's not my night for rolling. Okay, give you guys take a momentum. I want to give you. I want to give you momentum tonight. That is my nice. goal. We I appreciate still hit that. you. I still hit you though. But I and wanted then... to give you some momentum. So when somebody does a melee against you, you roll a counter melee attack, right? Yes. Yes. To try it's and parry it. Yeah. That's... I only got one success. Go ahead. I'm so excited. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, I will take the threat. Wow. Don't, ah, don't, do give, the me complication. don't give me a complication. <laughs> I don't have a complication. Don't give me a complication. Okay. No, I'll give you threat. So apparently this guy's little sword actually does. Do Nothing to you. <laughs> His little sword does nothing, right? <laughs> At four damage. Whoa. Okay, I'll give you. You sneaky. That was that was a dirty little trick there. I respect it. All right. Now I we're gonna. I... Sorry. I promised I wouldn't kill you. We'll have the four knocked wolf <laughs> fire at one of the each of you. So mm. we're within close range. Uh, they got lugers and they've got. Please handguns all right first one at ruby take a momentum ruby uh next one at wolf miss the next one at pavel hit it's within close range it's a close range weapon for seven damage and four stun reaction Ouch. i'll take it Okay. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Does seven damage do anything to you? Nope. All right. And the last one is at you. And hit four. 
Eight damage. Oh my god, you did a point of damage, you bastard. <laughs> and two, uh, two stun. Nope. So your resilience is way too high, right? Yes. Yes. I've got five resilience. Okay. So that is everybody who needs to act for the first round. All of a sudden, you can hear screaming nearby. And I said this was like an open-air cavern uh, when you initially came in here. All of a sudden, you see these ropes being hurled down. And these men in these bright electric blue robes start descending down the ropes and into this cavern. And um, they all have daggers on them and swords. And they start surrounding and approaching all of the sisters of Durga and all of the German soldiers. And, um, and threatening them. They're slaying the sisters of Durga. And they slay the the restrained German soldiers, Noctwolf troopers. And they are now surrounding all the others who end up putting their hands up in the air, putting their guns down, seeing that they are clearly outnumbered. There's easily 40, 50 of these, these men that they just keep streaming down the ropes and into the area. And these must be the blue warriors that you called on for help have come to back you up. Well, Sergeant Morris looks like the cavalry showed up. Spoiled our fun. I mean, it's all right. They deserve to play, too. It's the home turf. Yeah, so they're all surrounding. You can hear a, a help, help, nearby. <laughs> that was muffled by the sound of battle earlier. It's coming from the other side of the walls. Like out outside? Yeah, like outside, like, the outside like outside the walls. Well, did you hear that? Ah. I did hear it's, it. It's a familiar voice. It sounds like it's uh, Lieutenant Joshi and uh, okay. Lieutenant Tennyson. One of those I didn't like. I don't remember which. <laughs> it was Joshi. He was uh, very, very like matter of fact and abrupt mm -hmm. with all of you. Do you need help, Lieutenant Joshi? I could come help you. you yes, like I require help? help. They've tied us up. Oh, that's a shame. Well, we'll get to you in a minute, Lieutenant. Hold your horses. What is going hey. on in there? We were jumped Shut. by the Sisters of Durga. Shut your pie hole. We're dealing with business in here. We'll come take care of the little kids in a minute. This is good. Tennyson, oh, I, I do say, if you could come uh, cut our ropes, they, they ambushed us. Give me a minute. We're questioning prisoners. Uh, you can hold, perhaps hold that tight is, there, perhaps Lieutenant that is, Tennyson. That is MI6 uh, business. This is a U.S. Army military intelligence mission here, Lieutenant Tennyson, and I outrank you, so you will hold your horses while I talk to this lady and or cut her head off. Is that clear? Yes, quite clear. Excellent. Captain. Now you, ma'am, are you surrendering or am I going to cut your head off? She's got, like, these wild, crazy eyes to her. She's just staring at you, and she's smiling. We'll say Roby's even standing still behind her with the the uh, thumb knife to her throat, and she's just looking at you, smiling. She says, it'll never end. It'll never end. No matter what I, you do. I understand. So, Sergeant Morris, we need to tie up the crazy Nazi man. 
Lieutenant McKay, if you will take four steps backwards, please. Uh, well, if, if you need something done, sir, I'd be more than happy to do it. I like your initiative, Lieutenant. Please cut this woman's throat. She is irritating me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, ta ta you say, no, she is a wanted woman. Uh, please do not execute her, if you can. She was, she was killed in combat, Lieutenant <laughs> Tennyson. <laughs> She's just smiling. She's and she's staring right at you, right in your eyes, Wolf. Well, crazy lady. So yeah, I'll um, I'll I'll slit her throat for you. All right. She gurgles, still smiling. She starts cackling and she falls to the ground, and blood's just spurting out. And she you she gotta respect up. a woman with a sense of humor. <laughs> blood makes the grass grow green. Now let's get back to dealing with these Nazi bastards. Lieutenant, you are quite able with that knife. Do you think you could go relieve Lieutenant Tennyson of his ropes? Not his head, just his ropes. Well, I can see. I, I can see what I can do, sir. Um, should I have difficulty doing it, or should I get it done in a speedy fashion? No, he's, a, he's an all right guy. Go ahead and get him squared away right quick, because we're going to need help getting out of this godforsaken country. Very well, sir. Very well. And I'll, like, skip over to them. Sergeant Morris, that Lieutenant McKay, she makes me smile. Oh, I'm beginning to like this squad. I'm not gonna lie. Ruby's the best. Just the best. By the way, I was very proud of that shot you gave to this Nazi bastard. You broke his nose, but not his jaw. Now he can talk. He's coughing up blood. And, um... He seems, he's very, he looks very nervous. He's almost like shaking. He's a young man. He's probably in his mid-twenties. Uh, he's got slick back black hair. He's wearing this double-breasted uh, uniform suit. He's got the moleskin uh, boots on. And he's, everything's like impeccable. There's not a speck of, on his suit, uh, on his uniform, if it weren't for the blood that were all over it. Mm. Now, you look very fancy and probably a lot smarter than me. You probably speak more than one language, don't you? Do you understand what I'm saying right now? He's like holding his nose. And uh, he, it's kind of, uh, he's spitting out blood and he's barely able to talk. I speak American scum. All right. You're allowed the scum. I broke your face. I get it. Now, I'm not a bad guy. All the time. If you want to play nice and you're going to go back and talk to my friends back there and you're going to sit down and be calm and you're not going to do anything stupid, you know, you're going to get to live. You want to live. You right? are you're murderers. I watched you kill that woman. Yeah, I mean, he, she was crazy. Is this how you, you handle your prisoners of war? No, not me. I'm asking you, will you of your own will... Go back, sit down, be a good boy, and not get killed. He spits a mouthful of blood down on the ground, and he just tosses his sword aside and his luger on the ground and sits there. All right, you're a good kid. Nazi. <laughs> you're uh, a good Nazi. I don't, I don't trust Nazis. So that Luger and sword, that ain't going to quite cut it. You need to be down to your skivvies and pray to God you don't piss me off while you're stripping. 
Then you can become a prisoner of war. He looks at Do you. Do it, son. He looks at you, Morris, like, is he serious? I mean, yeah, he does outrank me. It's nothing personal. And I'm sorry, like, he wasn't I'm not killing you. Okay. He wasn't wearing a uniform. He was wearing a pinstripe suit and spectacles. Yep. His spectacles are smashed. So, yeah, you answer, and he kind of starts looking around. He looks around at, like, Ruby and everybody, and he starts slowly. He takes off his suit jacket, and he starts unbuttoning his shirt, like, really slowly and hesitantly, though. Pavel, is this one of their crazy black sun hoodoo guys? He oh, seems that's... like pretty much of a powder puff. He wasn't nearly tough enough to be out here in this fight. So I'm afraid so, maybe he's doing some of that stuff behind my back. When you when you turn and you say something to Pavel, Pavel jumps because he and Gregor have been playing with the Luger and the sword that you just, that you just discovered. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, one moment. Now take it, Gregor. Take them both. Now go, 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 go play. Uh... Well, he doesn't seem to be a, you know, like, soldier type. He's got this, hello, uh, what is your name again? Like, did we have your name yet? Have you, have you debriefed us yet? And I was busy. Uh, the pinstripe suit guy. Yeah, pinstripe suit, suit guy. Yeah, let me get his name up here. He he didn't give yes. you his name. He was, remember, he was going to about to speak, and then she cut him off. Well, that's a shame. My he name is Altwolf Codeheart. Chodhart, Chodhart, C H O U D R H U R T, C H O U D H U R T, Chodhart. It's just, it's just the jokes easy. write themselves. It's just too easy. Like someone knew. Altif, Altif Chodhart. Listen, Mister Altwolf. Do you mind if I call you Altwolf? Um, uh, the name is Alt Altif. Uh, Altif, sure. Um. Listen, uh, you, you look like you wanted to talk to us before, so I think maybe we should talk now, because there's other parts of your body that the big guy right there can break still. Uh, the nose is a good place to start, but there are other things, fingers, hands, arms, you know, jaw. Well, not the jaw, because then the captain would get very upset because he couldn't talk, but the rest of it they probably could. So um, who are you and why are you here? Mm, do you want to make like a um, intimidation sort of roll on him? Well, that was that was can, very charming. Charming. <laughs> no. Can I assist by just slowly digging the point to this sure. soul stealing blade into his sternum? It'll be difficulty one. Intimidation and reason. We'll use. Uh, could I use will instead? I can't remember which one will. Force of personality as opposed to logic. Sure, sure. Okay, good. Thank you. Because that's way better. And I, uh, and so I'm trying to remember. Assist, assist. You roll one die, right? Like, yep. isn't that what you do? Okay. Yep. Okay. I'm not. I'm okay. This, this is fine. We have momentum left over, so I'll burn one just, just to be safe. Good thing. All you need is one success. success. All right, so in between stripping down to his skivvies and spitting blood out, he, he again, he tells you his name, and um, I guess it's, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. You guys have this guy captured. And uh, he explains that uh, I, am, uh, I am here on behalf of the Noctwolf as a field soldier. I was leading the sisters in here to, to retrieve the artifact that you obviously have any whoever's carrying he kind of looks at it motions at it just kind of with his head nods at it the french guy i think took it 
And, uh, I was gonna sell them out to the British anyways when I was done. They were just pawns and all of this. Oh, that's interesting. So you're not like, you know, part of uh, uh, Knocked Wolf. You're not, you're, you're not a creepy evil villain, then, is what you're trying to say. He kind of puffs that? out his chest. He goes, I am Knocked Wolf. I am a field researcher. Oh, field researcher. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, what is it that, that you know about this uh, this artifact? What is it that you've learned, Mr. Field Researcher? All I know is it is critical to our side's success. And they are not going to stop with us going down. They will come and get it from you. Right, right. That's you're super threatening. So, uh... <laughs> Man is underwear um, the broken nose, yeah. Right, like... <laughs> You call yourself field researcher, and you kind of make this whole big thing like you're smart and everything, but literally you'll know nothing at all about the object or anything like that. Nothing at no. all. Okay, no. that's fine. No. What about the overarching plans that you said this is part of? You can go ahead and tell us. That I am too. but a cog. They don't tell us anything hear... in case of such things like as this. In the background, you hear a gun a gunshot goes off as... Gregor is just playing around with the Luger. Gregor, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking. I am but a cog. There'll be more after me. Start Morris. Place. You know what the problem with cogs are in a machine? Too damn many cogs in a machine. Why don't you break his right hand and let's see how much of a cog he is in the Knock Wolf's machine at that point? This All is... five fingers. No, this is unheard of. This is not how you treat a prisoner of war. You're not a prisoner of war. You're a psychopath hoodoo man working for the villains of humanity. And your hand is my hand. Sergeant Morris, break all five of his fingers on his right hand. Sergeant Morris will, like, he grabs the hand. He's going, man, I really, I don't want to do this. I don't. You know, if you had answers to give them, I'm the nice guy here. I mean, I know that's messed up. I'm the nice one. I'm as good as it gets. He's holding his nose. He goes, you're the one who broke my nose. Not the nice yeah, one. I only... Tick-tock, exactly. underwear boy. Tick-tock. I slowly pushing the fingers back. He's on, screaming in agony. Don't make me do this. Come on, please tell them something. I feel really bad I've told about you this. everything. What do you want to know? I, I don't know. I just tell them something to make them happy so they don't have to keep doing this. Pinky. <laughs> yeah. I've right, said Morris. this oh, creature is part something. of some big plan. So what Ring does finger. you know of this big plan? Huh? We need to acquire artifacts to take over the world. That's all I know. I was here for the one that you have. Which Arn you were Morris. going to sell to the British, right? No, I was going to sell these sisters of Durga to the British once yeah. this was all done. I was using them as a tool. Yeah, you you would take the artifact and run away while they were busy processing these fools. Gotcha. That's terrible. You are a bad person. You're a villain. You're not good. Fire in the background. <laughs> so, Sergeant Morris has taken two of your fingers at this point. Why don't you tell us who you report to at Knocked Wolf and where they are currently located, and I will let you keep the remaining three fingers on your right hand. I will never tell you that. Sergeant Morris, just keep breaking. Middle finger. Ah! Ah. 
I mean, come on, you know who you're working for. Then why are you making me do this? I'm I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> Meanwhile, already bending the next finger back. Go to hell. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm not a good interrogator. <laughs> ah, you did great, Sergeant Morris. Lefty here. The Brits are the Brits can get the rest of it out of him. All right. He's just in a ball on the ground, in pain, bleeding, half naked. Sergeant, Sergeant Morris, please grab him by the seam of his underwear and unceremoniously drag him to Lieutenant <laughs> Tennyson so that he may deal with this now prisoner of war. Now that he has successfully surrendered to the Allied forces. <laughs> he screams as his underwear goes up his. You know what? Yeah. All right. I'm sorry, but you know, I'm I'm just following orders, you know. <laughs> Nobody's ever had anything held against them for that. You guys don't really see it, but Captain Wolf is sweating bullets, and then he turns and he's shaking as he's trying to 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 resheath this sword, and it's almost like an act of will to get it back in its scabbard. And then he lets out a big sigh. Yeah. He's like You saw that, Pavel, did you? Uh, you, you know, I don't want to pry. You just seem, you know, troubled is all, you know. That's a that's a damn good word for a pop. We're going to have things to talk about. I'm beginning to trust your brand of hoodoo, and I think I'm going to need your help in the very near future. By the way, oh. your marmot's about getting ready to shoot himself with that liver. Oh, He's still got no, three rounds no, left. No, point, point at the Frenchman instead. Point, <laughs> that's it right there. Okay, now shoot. Oh, he's out of bullets. Do you have any more bullets for him so he could shoot the French guy? No? Okay. No, not not now, Gregor. Sorry. I, I just see a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and he's clutching a pistol. Gun. <laughs> gun. That's his new word. Tank, gun, smoke. Rock. Hi. And sadly, now we can't hear his voice. <laughs> oh, that's right. You hear a like a little chirp. That's true. You just see it in his face. Yeah. His eyes light up. Um, Ruby set free Tennyson and Joshi and the and the um the Bombay Grenadiers. So they've come into the courtyard while this is all happening. And uh Joshi is kind of like taking stock of everything and he's ordering his men to, you know, take the sisters of Durga uh captive, and he walks over and uh he sees the Agnaya weapon that Henry has, Henri, and he goes you will be handing that over, right? And he kind that of is incorrect, Lieutenant Joshi. No, that that it that that was found here, and that belongs to the Indian people. That remains here, Lieutenant Joshi. Let me put it to you this way: quite frankly, I don't give a goddamn who it belongs to. We're going to use this artifact to help save the war, and when it is over, I will personally bring it back to you, spit polish, and I will put it in your hands. You have my word as a U.S. Army officer. Tennyson kind of pipes up and goes, well, uh, actually, um, there have been some protests and the laws have changed here recently at the Indian National Congress that uh, uh, important artifacts, uh, it's illegal to uh, leave the country at this point. He, he has a point. Well, then, Lieutenant Joshi, why don't you accompany us with this artifact and the other artifacts related to this Atlantean expedition, and you can be our 
Indian liaison and you will maintain custody of the artifact throughout the rest of our mission. You look like a hard-charging soldier. I'm sure you can execute this mission. He says I will be its custodian here in India. It's not leaving this country. Wait, wait. Now listen, listen, friends. I mean, uh, look at him. He said we're going to bring it back. Of course we will. Why don't we just pretend it didn't exist? Maybe you're getting the artifact confused. with Maybe it's something else. We could just look the other way for a bit, and then we come back and we give it to you, and then when all is said and done, you can be like, oh, I found this great art. Look how important I am and everything, and then everybody's happy. World is saved. You know, and not just no... that. Yeah. What if we were to tell you that some of these things like pair with each other and they're not really complete? Wouldn't you like to have this priceless relic, this ancient artifact of culture and history restored to the way it should be? Not only would doing that help with the war effort, but, you know, we'd be putting it back in your hands the way it was meant to be. Do you guys want to try and persuade him to take this artifact? I'd like artifact? to spend a fortune point to get an automatic crit on persuading him. Oh, damn. Nice, nice. And I, I think I, or Captain Wolf would point out one other thing. He'd be like, and Lieutenant Joshi, as a reminder, you heard everything that went on here. The Daughters of Durga and the Knocked Wolf, as well as the German SS, are going to continue to attack you and your location and your homeland until they get this artifact. So wouldn't it be better if they were chasing us as opposed to killing your people in your streets to get it back? All right. Um, so you got an automatic crit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll an opposed roll here. Okay. Can, so... can anybody? You uh, can assist. Go ahead and roll yeah, die. Can we assist? Yeah, all of you can roll a die to assist. Uh, okay. Assist who was involved in this? So is it persuasion? persuasion and we i said will before you can impose your will on him that's fine this okay. is uh this is gonna be bad because uh boom I, I just ruby's think... just got a thumb knife to his throat got, i'll <laughs> spend a point of momentum to get oh. myself back up to rolling two dice um i've, I've... Holy... oh my four god four successes oh, yeah. four no, successes I, roll? I rolled a two plus 17s one ruby, plus one from so nice Tennyson oh. walks over to him and he kind of puts his uh, an arm on on Joshi's shoulder and he goes, uh, uh, "It is for the greater good, uh, don't don't you think? Uh, perhaps they could just borrow it and return it uh, at a later time. No one needs to know. You know, I can keep this off the books and off the records. And uh, a trustworthy bunch. Look what they've done here. Uh, Ruby's gonna pass like a handwritten IOU note." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to Lieutenant Jos Joshi, just as a, see, we're good for it. We're good. All right, we're, we're... he he looks at it, and he like crumples it up, throws it on the ground. And he looks at Tennyson, and he's you could tell he's he's like holding back, and he looks at the rest. Of you, he goes, fine, it must make its way back here. It's not to go missing, and we will keep tabs on you wherever you go to ensure that it is returned back to the country of its origin. Lieutenant Joshi, that is a damn fine plan. Like I said, you're always welcome to join us if you got the cojones for it. But if not, we'll be sure to bring it back safe and sound to you when the war is over. The war... After we've delivered freedom to you and your country. Have a nice day, sir. There is war on my doorsteps. I cannot afford to leave here at this point. 
That's a good man. Go forth and conquer. Maybe, maybe if he left, they'd win. <laughs> so the Bombay Grenadiers, they start gathering up the the uh, prisoners and shuffle everybody back down. Remember, you have to go across a bridge and over some grasslands and all that to get here. You guys load back up in your trucks. You head back to the base. And um, that's about it. You, we know we're headed to Persia next from here because that is where the next artifact is. But uh, that is that is it for India. You've convinced them to let you out of the country with a weapon that has been sabotaged, though. It's not currently functioning. And uh, yeah, you have you have one more artifact for your arsenal. So that means uh, one more advance for everybody. And we're going to take a six-week, seven-week break while we uh, hop over to the Forest of Fear starting November 3rd. Nice. Not Ooh, uh, uh, so yeah, that is, that is all. We can do the round table. It's it's we're done so early. It's so weird. We can do the round table and everybody can let everyone know what they've got going on in the next little bit, and uh, we'll go from there. So Jeff, what do you got going on? Yeah, tomorrow night over on Twitch.tv slash the Lollygaggers, you can see Aaron and I as we're playing. Uh, we're playing Hunter the Reckoning. Uh, continuing a campaign we've been running for a couple months now uh, on saturday we're doing uh, orbital blues aaron's also in that one as well uh, which is a, a fun kind of cowboy bebop firefly style of game uh, and then on monday uh, we'll be doing some holler for savage worlds and jeremy will be in that one very good megan what do you got uh, going on for board games these days actually i played um jaws the board game the other night it was pretty wicked, actually. It was good. Um, yeah, somebody yeah. gifted it to me. It's by like, oh gosh, what's the puzzle company? Raven Rav Ravensburg. Yeah, there Raven you go. Ravensburg. Oh. I have it too. Yeah, it's good. I was not anticipating it being good, but it was pretty spectacular. They they do good work. They do totally. One person <laughs> plays the the shark, and everyone else plays the people on the boat. So. Mm -hmm. Right. And like the crew all have like very, very specific jobs and you can't like, ah, it was great. It was lovely. Cool. Maybe we'll be playing that next Friday in person. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Aaron, what do you got going on? Let's see. Tomorrow on Garblag Games at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we will be having the season finale of our Blades in the Dark game, the uh, Knaves of Dusk, where our crew of scoundrels are the Red Ledgers, a band of assassins, has uh, had an interesting downtime. Two of them have been captured by the Church of the Ecstasy of the Flesh, and they still have the Cult of Woes to deal with. So it should be an action-packed finale, um, and they'll probably all die. Then, as Jeff said, on Saturday, I'll be I'll be joining him in Orbital Blues on Monday on Garblag Games. I believe Ben is still running City of Mist. Uh, Tuesday, I believe Millie is still running Coriolis. Wednesday, we'll be back for uh, Soulbound, Age of Sigmar. The We did character creation this week, so it'll be the first episode of that. And then Thursday, uh, Lewis will be back for the One Ring. Very cool. Jeremy, tell us about this Patreon. Yeah, Aaron Reese on Patreon. You've got comic books, maps, tokens, RPG assets. Check it out. It's fun. Awesome. All right. So that is it for our Shadows of Atlantis uh, campaign for now. We'll be back within the new year. Starting November 3rd, we're starting the Forest of Fear. Um, we're doing 
two chapters. Uh, thank you to Modiphius for reaching out to us and asking us to be a part of their Winter of Fear campaign. There's going to be prizes every week starting on November 3rd. So if you tune in and you're watching us live, you're going to have the chance to win some, some free stuff. I will tell you this. There's some really good stuff. It, and it just keeps getting really better, and better and better. There's some really good prizes that they're just giving away for free. Modiphius is supplying us with all kinds of great prizes. So definitely check that out. Be here live if you want to get in on that. So that'll be starting November 3rd, which is a Thursday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we'll do that for six weeks. Well, actually seven weeks because we're taking a week off for American Thanksgiving for American friends. Uh, and that'll take us to almost Christmas. And then we'll be back in the new year to continue Shadows of Atlantis. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Always appreciate it. And we will see you in two weeks when we return. Good night. Good night. <laughs>